Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. My name is Andrew Bascom, and for 107 episodes, we've helped you lose money on everything. It's a sports gambling podcast where we get as much info as possible out in about 20-ish minutes. On this episode, we will be discussing our favorite ways to lose money on UFC Fight Night. Of course, why not? We keep winning money. Why wouldn't we? The Big Ten Basketball Championship and NASCAR? Whoa. Ooh, really sewing our oats here. Really feeling crazy. And of course, a recap and record check at the end of the show. Let's get into it with bet number one. UFC Fight Night. What can I say? We keep winning on MMA. So trust us, the record check will come at the end of the show. But trust us, we keep winning. We keep winning. The UFC keeps pumping out content, so we're going to keep losing money on it. The fight that we're going to be talking about for this UFC fight night is Tiago Santos at plus 375, who is looking for consecutive wins for the first time since 2009, who's facing off against Magomed Ankleyev at minus 550, who is unbeaten since 2018. Yeah, I think you could figure out what's going to happen here. Do you know who Tiago Santos is? Yeah, you at home. Yes, you do. He has the large hammer. He has Mjolnir on his chest. Also, pretty proud of my pronunciation of Mjolnir. Also, do you remember when he fought for the championship against John Jones? Oh, you, John Jones? Do you know who John Jones is? He's probably the greatest pound-for-pound pound fighter in MMA history, and he hasn't fought in a couple of years due to several personal issues, and he would have been cut and died and disgraced by any other sports league if the UFC had any backbone or morals. Where was I? Oh, right. Uh, before the loss to Jones, Tiago Santos had won four in a row, including three knockouts. Overall, he holds a record of 22-9 and nine, with 15 knockout wins, while his losses are divided equally with three knockouts, three submissions, three decisions. Santos has had some difficulty stuffing takedowns, defending 66% of attempts. And when he was taken down four times in his submission loss to Glover Teixeira in 2020, this is where I see the problem for Santos. And Klaev's loss is, was in his UFC debut, right? The only one he's ever had because he is 15-1 with eight knockout wins and that lone submission loss to Paul Craig with one second remaining in the bout, which is hilarious. Like, that's a hilarious highlight in UFC history and one I remember. But I just don't remember having it to Enclave because he's such a good fighter. But man, thank God that he like snapped off like eight straight victories after that because otherwise that would be a hilariously embarrassing thing to remember. Enclave is also Dagestani. Who, can we just talk about? He is having a moment right now? We throw around that term all the time. He's a Dagestani fighter. Like Khabib or Islam Mikhaev. But can anyone actually tell me what Dagestan is? Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Where is it? What does it mean? There are very few terms I've used more comfortably in my life while not understanding at all what it could be referring to. And Klaev is a well-rounded mixed martial artist, though he does his best work on the feet. He is extremely technical with a high fight level IQ, save for tapping out with one second left in the round, where I see the biggest differences in the grappling department. And Klaev has secured four takedowns over his last two fights after landing just two in his previous six. He is a Greco-Roman world champion, so if it gets in close, it's bad news for Santos. We're going to be taking Magomed Ankleyev inside the distance, plus 130 for our bet number one. Plus, I would just say, look for Ankleyev, you know, huge odds, but look for him in a bunch of parlays you like this weekend, including championship games. Cool? Let's go over to bet number two. Big Ten Basketball Championship. The Big Ten Basketball Championship. So why is Purdue the favorite? The Purdue Boilermakers entered the season with a seventh-ranked team in the nation and have delivered on the hype. Now battling for a number one seed in March Madness. At 25-6, and six, Purdue runs a deep rotation that has proven to be one of the best in the country so far. The Boilermakers have seven players who average at least five points per game, two players averaging at least seven rebounds per game, 
and six regulars who average at least 40% shooting from beyond the arc. Ooh, that's embracing modern basketball. They are the number three seed in the Big Ten tournament, but they're rightfully the favorites to win the conference title because they're so talented. Where we see some value here, but this is not our pick, so keep that in mind, this is not our pick. Not our pick. Thank you. Not our pick. Ohio State provides a great value. They made them not of the easiest path to the Big Ten tournament after drawing a number six seed with a matchup against Purdue on the horizon. Like I just said, Purdue, pretty good. But the Buckeyes have something to prove this year. Little is back. After that loss to Oral Roberts in the tournament, Oral Roberts, hilarious name, can't get over it every time. I'm a child, I don't care. And the extra year of experience shows. He's the engine that runs the Buckeyes. He's the only player over 14 points and six rebounds per game. Also around them, they just put effective shooting teammates with Branham and Wheeler who can chip in some points and assist when needed. Depth is a clear issue for Ohio State, but wins over Michigan and Indiana and close contests against Purdue and Wisconsin show the Buckeyes that they compete against the top schools. So while they provide great value, they're not who we're going with. Our bet number two, our best bet to win the Big Ten Basketball Championship is Wisconsin at plus 650. We suggested a Wisconsin bet earlier this year when the odds to win the Big Ten title were about plus 1,000. But we see the best value here at the, with the Badgers at plus 650 still. The biggest question surrounding the Big Ten Championship this year is if anyone can be Purdue, right? Like we just talked about. And Wisconsin is the only team that has proven they can do that, and they did it twice. The Badgers have lost some of the elite teams in the Big Ten, but they have a resume full of top-tier wins. Wisconsin is one of the few teams to beat the Boilermakers, while about besting Michigan State, Michigan, Indiana, Ohio State. These Badgers are led by dynamic Johnny Davis, maybe the best player in the country, with solid scoring contributions uh, from Brad Davidson and Tyler Wall, playing some of the most minutes in the Big Ten this whole year. Davis is averaging 20 points and 8 rebounds per contest. Honestly, he's so good. I have a small bet right now for him to be in the National Player of the Year. And I, I really crossed my fingers, but it could happen. So, Wisconsin plus 650. Why? Because they have one of the best players in the conference and a proven ability to beat the necessary teams. The number two seeded Badgers remain undeniable value in the Big Ten basketball tournament. We're going to be taking them at plus 650. And that's bet number two. Let's go to bet number three. NASCAR Roof Mortgage 500. Yes, yes, NASCAR. NASCAR Roof Mortgage 500. Am I saying roof right? I have no idea. R-U-F-F. That's a sponsor. I don't care. That's somebody else's money, not mine. If you've been following us at Losing Money WAB, and you should, we've been making money. Record check at the end of the show. I'll get to it. We have been loving betting on golf, even though golf has not been loving us betting on it. We love it because of the crazy odds. You can bet on one golfer to win, get four days of entertainment out of it, and then have your heart ripped out right in front of you and stomped on the ground. Screw you, Daniel Berger. I will never forgive you. You had the lead. You had a huge lead going into the final round, and you coughed it away and coughed away all our money. I bet on you this week, so like, I have a memory like a goldfish. Don't, don't, it's not a lifelong curse. It's just a, a short one where I'm still mad at you, but still bet on you. Look, I'm no NASCAR expert. I'll be the first one to admit. But I've been looking at some NASCAR more and more because the odds are awesome, just like golf. So let's lose some money on NASCAR, will we? All right. From all the reading I can do, from all the, the, the experts that I can poll, it's been pretty clear this early in the season that Hendrick Motorsport has been the clear contender all season, just like last year. They can be poised to win three straight Cup Series championships. Hard to bet against Larson, the best, the best driver right now in the field. But we aren't fans of hard chalk bets here at Losing Money. So let's find value somewhere else. We got three drivers that we're going to kind of sprinkle the pot with here a little bit. Kyle Busch at plus 700. He's a three-time winner at Phoenix, and 23 of his 33 career starts at this track have been top 10 finishes. There's plenty of value at Kyle Busch at plus 700. This season, he's led the third most laps among all drivers, and he's on the heels of a fourth-place finish. He's competitive and be a true contender to win this weekend, 
And did I mention it's plus 700? Oh my god. Next up, Chase Elliott, plus 800. Like Larson, Elliott has won his championship with a win at Phoenix Raceway in 2020, only two years ago, leading 153 of the 312 laps. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of laps. 312, sorry, forgive me, I'm new, I'm new. He has led 90 or more laps in four of his 12 career starts at the track and eight top 10 finishes over that span. If Larson is set to be the favorite, his teammate, Chase Elliott, at double the value is the way that we're going to be going. Chase Elliott plus 800, second sprinkle. And then the last one, Joey Logano, plus 900. First of all, he's Canadian, so, you know, I'm in the bag there a little bit. But having led 50 or more laps in four of the last five runnings at this track, including three podium finishes and a win over that span, is Joey Logano. He has two wins and seven top five finishes over 26 career starts at Phoenix. This season, Logano has spent some difficulties with only one top five finish at the Auto Club Speedway. Perhaps a track he has some had success with and a lot of familiarity is where he needs to turn around his 2022 season. Joy Logano, plus 900. We're taking three bets, a 700, an 800, and 900. I love this. This is going to be so much fun. Well, that was bet number three. Why don't we get to the recap? Yeah, recap. Okay, so recapping last week's episode, we, we bet on UFC 272. We bet on the NFL Combine. I can't believe it. And we threw out some interesting NHL stats. But I want to recap the UFC 272 and the NFL Combine. At UFC 272, we went 4-2 and two and were up plus 0.9 units. I almost said 9. No, 0.9 units. So we, we won money. Meccano is the, the loser. We, we took a big underdog and it didn't work out. So that's kind of what sunk us a little bit because we had him via decision and we had him via, for the win. Those both lost. But the winners were Mitchell Barboza over two and a half rounds. Easy, went to decision. Mitchell won. That was great. And then Covington winning and via decision and the fight going the distance. We had the Covington fight just pegged perfectly. Four one four and two plus 0.9 units. Come on, that's winning. That's winning money, baby. And then the other one, the NFL Combine. <laughs> we went 2-0, baby. <laughs> so we made three bets. One of the guys did not. Uh, so George Pickens didn't do the bench press, probably because he's a coward. I think that should be a win for us because we took the under, and guess how many he did? Zero. That's a win for us. Technically not, though. Vegas only said it was a push, so it's a push. Okay. But we had Wandel Robinson under the 4.45, and he ran a 4.44. Ah, hello. And we had the Jake Ferguson over 4.76, uh, 40-yard dash, and we won in that one as well. We made money on the NFL Combine. The prospects weren't the only people making money while running and pushing things. It was me on the sidelines telling people they couldn't lift heavy things or run fast or slow. That was me winning money. So 201 and a plus 1.8 units of that one. Okay. So let's do the math here. 2.7 units. We're up 2.7 units. Okay, wow. That's awesome. All right. So that's just from the podcast. Then if we go to at Losing Money WAB, which is on Twitter, on Instagram, where we make free daily picks, like I'm talking about with golf earlier. Ugh, love losing money on golf. We went 10 and 7, which is a plus 2.1 units. Now we're at 4.8 units. We're up 4.8 units on the week. Shut up. This is not usual. I hope you bet with us because this week we are, we are coming crashing down. Wow. At Losing Money WAB. Free daily picks. Please go check it out. Wow. I can't believe we made that much money. That's fantastic. Well, and that's it. Those are our three bets. Those are our recaps. That's our record check. And that's how we're going to be losing money this week. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you are listening right now. Have fun losing money. We'll see you later, losers. He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!